0: Welcome to the Fest Live. Joining me today is Elliot Katz, co-founder of Phantom Auto. Elliot, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. So I have to tell you, there's not many companies that have headlines written about them making forklift, you know, driving a desk job. You know, like, so tell us about Phantom Auto. Yeah,
1: Yeah, so what we do is we provide our customers with remote operation software that enables them to remotely monitor, remotely assist, or remotely drive Uh, unmanned vehicles from up to thousands of miles away and uh, we are you know deploying vehicles all throughout the logistics sector okay we're within you know the full walls four walls of a warehouse with forklifts outside the four walls of a warehouse in distribution center yards with yard trucks and then also first and last mile delivery with uh, autonomous delivery robots
0: interesting so thinking of you just as a forklift company is clearly not you know the only way to think about you yes okay. yes
1: we have vehicle agnostic uh, technology so whatever our customers are trying to deploy in the yeah. logistics sector we're, we're there to help
0: and is it typically I mean obviously here at manifest uh, like who doesn't want to drive a forklift remotely sounds like a lot of fun but you know I heard you you know sort of telling us about it and so it sounds like there's you know that The remote driving is really only a piece of you know, what the software platform does, is that correct?
1: Yeah, so um, when a customer is using our software, there's really two ways that it can be used. So if we're talking about forklifts specifically, okay. we have uh, remote-enabled autonomous forklifts. That's actually something we're doing with our, our partner and customer and investor, Uh, ArcBest, which is also here at Manifest, multi-billion dollar publicly traded logistics company. So we're going to market with them with forklifts that have autonomous functionality, but basically we're splitting up the tasks between autonomy and remote operation. Mm. Because there's certain things that autonomy cannot do that a human brain can do quite easily. So um, with that, that's one of the ways that we're going to the market. The other way that we're going to market um, is with remotely fully remotely operated forklifts. So the biggest issue right now in the space is there is there has been a labor shortage in logistics for decades, but it's extremely acute right now because of the pandemic. So I'm sure you've seen in the news, you know, companies cannot attract labor. And so they're raising wages to attract more labor, but the result is they're still unable to attract enough labor to, to do the job, and it's negatively affecting their bottom lines. And so, with us, you can remove that geographic restriction to
0: hiring, right? Think about company A right now. And by the way, is that because it, you can see, you totally see the vicious cycle that happens? I'm gonna have to. Pay more, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but you know, but I still can't get it. Costs spiral anyway. Mm -hmm. Consumers have it. Demand goes down, and you know, so you can totally see it. Yeah. Uh, But so is is in a lot of the labor shortages. Is it a geographic issue, or what are some of the other issues as well? Not that you're a labor economist, but I'll let you play one right now. Right, right,
1: right. Well, well, the other thing that I'll say too about. Um, raising wages yeah. is, I agree with you, it's, it's not a bad thing at all for people that are taking these jobs. It's, it's a very good thing, right? The problem is those additional costs have to come out of the fold some way, right? So a lot of times that's gonna be passed to the consumer, right, so it, somehow things are gonna shake down. Yeah. And um, in terms of the labor issues, again, we're talking about a remotely operated forklift. So rather than only hiring people who are 30 minutes travel distance from these warehouses, we're removing that geographic restriction. Now you can hire people from anywhere in the country, if not anywhere in the world. Um, And so that's really, really important to our customers. The other things that are really important, especially right now, are safety and health, Mm. right? Safety in in the forklift Space about one in ten forklifts get into a serious accident each year, which can lead to injuries, even sometimes death. And so what we're doing it's a is
0: percentage, though. If, if you had just you know sort of pulled the person like myself and said you know like what percentage of forklifts are going to get into an accident? Yeah, I don't know that it was at ten percent. So,
1: yeah, yeah, no, huh. it's uh, it's you know it's it, it, it's a dangerous environment. It's yeah. it's it's somewhat of a dangerous job, and and so we're removing the operator from this potentially hazardous environment, which is a warehouse, into you know an office building, right? And so that's a big gain. During the pandemic, all of our customers in real time are trying to reduce the amount of humans that they have physically onsite in close quarters in a warehouse. So from a health standpoint, this is a huge win. And then in terms of productivity and efficiency, you have the ability to have multiple sites around America, let's say, in a centralized remote operation center. If there's a surge in your warehouse in New Jersey, you can click a button, have five digital drivers, deal with that surge, things normalize there, and then there's a surge in Oregon, you can click the same button and have the exact same drivers there. So there's major efficiency and productivity gains as well.
0: I mean, did you spend time in the military by chance? Cause I'm just picturing, you know, some of these remote flying centers, but no.
1: So I myself did not, yes. but a lot of our team has come from military experience. Ah, yeah.
0: And so well, speaking of which, what was the genesis of this? How does one wake up and say, I got
1: it? Yeah. yeah. So um, it's a very good question. I'll give you two different answers. So- is, the, is
0: the one answer going to be, well, my family runs a forklift business. <laughs>
1: No, no. no. So um, actually, we started the company, or we came out of stealth in 2018, and we were highly focused on on road autonomy. Um, My background, I've been working in the on road autonomous vehicle space for almost a decade now. My co founder actually came, uh, he has a technical background, so our technology deals with uh, latency Mm, um, and, uh, you know, the we have, we have to have super low-latency, high-bandwidth communication Such software. Such a
0: good point, yes. You cannot have uh, trade show uh, Wi-Fi. Got exactly, it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. exactly, mm. exactly. Okay. And so um, he actually comes from the video
1: gaming space. So if you think about it, if you have a multiplayer mm. game and someone, let's say, shoots a fireball and the other person is 50,000 miles away, they need to see that fireball in real time. Latency comes into the equation. And so we combined his um, expertise on the technical side, my expertise just on autonomous vehicles generally. And he is really the one who came up with the idea because he was thinking through autonomous vehicles and thinking there's no way that for the last 100 years we could have humans driving cars and now we're flipping the switch and the machine is gonna drive perfectly every time. So what happens when there's those edge cases? You need a human in the loop. So that's how I thought about the technology. Mm. And we started to go to market with robo-taxis. And we realized quickly that robo-taxis are still several years away, but what is deployable now? What's deployable now is in the logistics sector when you're transporting goods and not humans. Um, And that's what took us to forklifts and yard trucks and delivery robots.
0: Well, I knew you were gonna be a sharp group of people You know, I saw that Bessemer was Ledger Series A or was part of your Series A. Yes. One of the best firms out there. So I knew like, you know, you know, like uh, no dummies and that's for uh, sure. So anything exciting plans for this year, you know, next 12 months that you guys are looking to uh, unveil?
1: Yeah. So um, coming up here this year, we are externally going to market with our remote enabled autonomous forklifts in conjunction with our partner ArcBest. Um, so that's exciting for us. You know, ArcBest has about 40,000 customers and Thanks. we're gonna be providing yeah. this technology externally to their customers. That's a big customer pool for yes. us. Big. And then the other thing that we're doing um, is we're deploying with our customer NFI, which is a privately held uh, multi-billion dollar logistics company. Uh, they also invested in our Series B. And so uh, we're deploying in this year, in the coming years, thousands of forklifts in these warehouses which we think are going to have a very positive uh, effect on this space both from the standpoint of the operators get a safer operating environment a a better you know quality of life and for their employers they're able to have people do this job right their talent pool is virtually unlimited Mm.
0: Oh, great points, it'll be very interesting to see what transpires. I think one last question then is, you know, when you think about the current infrastructure, you're not a hardware company it sounds like, is there a lot of retrofitting that has to happen in order to enable these? Yes, so it depends
1: on the application. So for instance, with what we're doing with ArcBest, they already have the, the forklifts, they have the autonomy, so we're providing them software only. Yeah. But when we provide, for example, what we're providing to NFI, we have a partnership with Mitsubishi, which is one of the largest forklift OEMs in the world. They provide us the, the base forklift. We do need to add some hardware to that mm. forklift. It's off-the-shelf hardware, you know, cameras, et cetera. And then we provide a teleoperated version of that forklift ah. to the end user.
0: Ah, very cool. Well, exciting story, congratulations on everything you've achieved uh, thus far and can't wait to talk again. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks so much.